Welcome to No Bad Vibes. This is a podcast that is meant to bring a bit of joy, laughter, and hope into your day. I'm your host, Jodi Ann, but you may call me Joe. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of No Bad Vibes. Today I have, um, it seems like I'm doing a lot of guest episodes, but I'm here to share a lot of positivity, so I figured I'll get everyone in as much as possible. Um, today, I have one Miss Alani Salcedo. Um, some of you, if you don't follow her, you should. She also <laughs> has a podcast. We're going to dive in and get into all of that right now, um, but I'd like everyone to welcome Ilani. Hi. Thank you for having me here today. I'm so excited for our conversation and everything I'm we'll be so sharing. <laughs> I'm so excited too. And you were one of, along with like the other guests so far, mm-hmm. one of the first people I thought of like having on this episode or on on the podcast itself mm-hmm. because I kind of was following what you were doing because I noticed she has um, she has a blog and a website and you know we were going to dive into all of that later but I started thinking okay I'll do a blog because I needed a way to like share what I want to share with everyone and then I was like ah the pot the 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 blog's not reaching people I think like the way I think I want it to so I didn't know what to do and I thought of a podcast and I was like oh I know someone who started a podcast. <laughs> Let me reach out to her and bend her ear. Yeah. And you were so helpful and very detailed in giving me all the tips, the best equipment to get, how to start out, the, the apps and the websites to use and yeah. how to edit and everything. So I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Guys, you should thank her because she's <laughs> one of the reasons why this is on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I definitely, when you asked me, I was so excited, especially since I um I was working on promoting for my second season. I was like, oh my God, yes. Ask me all the questions. I'm here to listen to whatever questions that you have or any insights that you need. And I'm always very thorough with any information I give, especially if I if I have like all the equipment and I've done my own research, like I love sharing that info. So when yeah. you came to me, I'm like, here, here's all of it. Get what you could and um, give you, you different tips on what you could afford at the moment or what you could like use instead and stuff like that. So I'm glad that that was helpful in order to like create everything that you have already. It really was. And I truly appreciate it. I sat with it for a while and like looked at everything and like, you know, everything you do really, if, if it's what you're meant to do, what you feel like you're called to do, it's going to cost, yeah. you know, it's just a matter if you're willing to pay for it and have it benefit you in the long run. Um, and all the suggestions you gave were very helpful. And I noticed my bank account looked a certain <laughs> kind of way. And I was like, it's okay. It's going to work out. It'll yes. be worth it. And now we have no bad vibes right. on there. Exactly. Um, so I want to jump into first how we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how many years ago it is now. It has to be at least three. Probably or something three like or that. Four? Three or four about. Yeah. Yeah. And we met through mutual friends. Um, honestly, like we didn't, it's not like we hung out like a lot when we mm-hmm. first met. I think we managed to see each other maybe like two or three times yeah. over those years. Yeah. And I was, and you were always such a pleasant person when I met you. I was like, oh, she's so mm-hmm. sweet. And you know, you Thank just you. feel like someone has like good intentions and good vibes and you mm-hmm. don't feel 
like off put by okay. anything that they do or them being there and that was you oh, and I was like you. this is somebody I want to you know if I don't hang out with you at least be connected to you somehow yeah and connected on Instagram mm-hmm. and you yeah. always share a lot of inspirational things oh, thank you yeah uh, and I felt the same when I met you too like you're always so happy and just giving off that really good vibe too um so it was really great to connect with you even only the handfuls of times that we were able to like see each other um and just yeah. hang out you know yeah and I didn't know what you were into outside of like when we hung out mm-hmm. you know I just knew you as like an individual and that you were very nice and friendly um and then when I got on your Instagram I was like oh she's in mental health and emotional she's like a writer and she talks about self-care and um how to kind of just stay grounded in what you're doing and what I like so much about it is you're honest you're Mm -hmm. very very honest with yourself about how you're feeling what you're going through um you know and like everything else you're very thorough about the information that you share and the people that you you know communicate with So do you want to like kind of explain how you got into doing that? Sure. So I really can't go into this specific role that I'm in at the moment without really speaking about my journey as a writer. So I began my writing career at the end of 2011 or somewhere in 2012. I was trying to find my voice throughout the years as a writer in different positions at companies, brands, magazines, and the like. But even with that, I knew that I personally wanted to write separately and more personal on my own blog, which officially launched in 2014. Today, it's very, very different from where I started. But I began writing content solely focused on makeup and beauty because I was a freelance makeup artist at the time. So naturally, because I wanted to really start writing on my own, aside from like the jobs that I've had on my website, I focused on what I was doing at the moment. At some point down the line, I was really growing out of that industry and also fashion because I was writing for a magazine in print and digitally at the time, too. So I knew I wanted to kind of start incorporating my experiences outside of that. And then a few years down the road, I started traveling a lot internationally and domestically. So that became my content focus as well as like other lifestyle topics. But even with that, that there was always this underlining theme of wanting to use my words to empower and express more. I think somewhere in there, I knew I wanted to talk about mental and emotional health, but I didn't really have the language at that time. Mm -hmm. And mental, emotional health and general topics are my jam. Like I feel, (laughs) I feel that all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel intensely whether I express that or not. And I personally struggle a lot mentally and emotionally when it comes to my emotions specifically. So um, this leads into like a story that I think is the tipping point that really like grounded me into these topics and especially wellness. So about three or four years ago, I went through an extremely tough time. I was depressed, very unhappy. I gained about like 20 pounds. I got into an accident, not in the best of relationships, work was tough, and a family situation that we were all really, really struggling with was all there just back to back. So you could just imagine the pressure in life uh, at that yeah. moment. And I, yeah, absolutely. It was it was a lot to handle and it showed in so many different ways. And then I went on to have a very tough breakup at the end of these three to four years ago, which led me to find meditation in a very different way than I have ever experienced it. And that 
really, really healed me in so many ways, which really pushed me to start writing about mental and emotional health. And also just seeing how situations kind of take a hold of you in those spaces in your life and really create this like narrative that leaves you in a spiral of negativity or horrible self-talk or other things that really bring you down. And on a personal level, I had been carrying that for years and so much sadness. But like this chunk of time that I just explained um, made me get out of that cloud that I had been carrying for too long to actually even know how long that was. I I really don't know. I just know it's like a really, yeah. really long time. Feels like forever. I, absolutely. But back to the writing part, I feel most comfortable doing that and my work as a writer in general. So even if I'm going through or am or have been going through any challenges, I always know I have inside of me to make it through, to sit with my feelings and not choose to escape because I know that's always like the instinct sometimes. Yeah. And um, and always make it to the other side of anything. And I personally have the tools that I always go back to. And my writing for my personal brand is to spread that message more for anyone who comes across it as I share my words, because I truly, truly believe like we're capable of so much more than what we we know if we have that willingness to be present for our lives and like the moments that break us to make us better. We don't think that at the moment, but they absolutely do. And I don't think if I didn't go through that big chunk in my life, Mm -hmm. which was like terrible at the moment, I would be where I'm at today. So I'm just, I'm blessed that that happened at the time it sucked, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> hindsight's 2020, you know? Yeah. I mean, not just 2020. It's a better version. <laughs> right. But it's, it's so good to hear you say that. Cause I know talking about mental health in general, is like a taboo thing mm. for a lot of people. Um, especially for the ones going through it, they feel like they don't really have anyone they can turn to, or if they do, they don't want to burden anybody. And I think um, what we have to do as humans is be there for someone, even if they're telling you, I don't want to be a burden, Mm -hmm. just say you're not a burden. Right. All your what what's happening right now is you're going through a lot of things. You're feeling a lot of things and you don't have an outlet for any of it and if you don't let it out you're going to explode you're going to collapse you're going to be super exhausted and tired and really it does show like your body starts to tell you when it's time to step back and like reset yourself right you know and I don't know like the specifics of everything that went on Mm -hmm. with you like you know with that time period you were speaking about um, yesterday, uh, when I was recording another episode, I talked about when, you know, about three, three years ago now, like the breakup I had three years ago, mm-hmm. I'd lost a job mm-hmm. and I was dealing with like other things at the same time. And to me, I'm normally like a happy go lucky person. And I don't, I, I don't do well with like <laughs> negative energy. So I didn't, especially didn't know how to handle it mm-hmm. with myself. Thankfully I'm surrounded by, you know, people who, were there for me and knew how to navigate and talk to me and kind of get me to come out of my shell. Mm. But it really is at that moment when you're in the dirt, you're in the mud, you cannot see anything getting better. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. No matter if people tell you it's going to get better, it's going to get better. Not saying you can't tell someone that that's going through that. Just know that you can tell them, but they're not going to receive it. Right. They're not going to receive it because they have to go through it. 
Yeah, or just also, I think it's really important in relationships and, like, just knowing people in general. Know their love language because you telling them this or, like, we, I think we often do kind of tell people advice based off of what we would do or Mm -hmm. how we would interpret it. And that's just normal, you know, like, there's no way we could stop it for the most part. Um, But really knowing people's love language helps with so much of that. And I've learned that so much. Um, And it's sometimes hard because, you know. We kind of want people to think like us, so um, to put it honestly, we all don't. We all don't think on the same wavelength at all. Right. Um, so it, it really does take some work to figure out what works best for other people. Exactly. Like maybe for me, it's just I need time by myself where no one is bothering me. I can think out everything, talk about everything. If I want to talk, I'll reach out and get like other opinions and ideas. Um, Obviously, like if I feel like what I'm doing is clearly not working for me, mm-hmm. if I'm still feeling because for me, I had it was I was anxious. I was sad. I cried a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would have diagnosed myself as depressed, but I'm sure I was like some form of it mm-hmm. um, worried and my body like I probably lost weight at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like to eat. I was like eating, but not like normal I guess like, mm-hmm. like now I eat like I eat <laughs> <laughs> I could demolish a medium-sized pizza by myself <laughs> um, and you know if I didn't have like people around me that could pinpoint like something's not right mm-hmm. something is not wrong and it took me that I ended up blowing up on people that I cared about mm-hmm. and it wasn't a good feeling And I ended up having to, like, have a conversation with them explaining, like, the situation that was going on, how I was feeling, what I was going through, and that it wasn't them. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's too, it was too much for me at that point, and I didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And I, from then, I think, being able to talk it out, I was able to navigate and work out, okay, maybe if I start talking about this, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the only one. Right. You know, sometimes you feel lonely and you feel like no one is going to understand you. Mm-hmm. No one's going to understand how you're feeling. No one's been in your position before. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. They may not have been in the exact same position, but everyone has been through something right. on some scale, yeah. you know. And I think I really appreciate that with your podcast and your blog and your website altogether. Mm-hmm. It focuses on kind of normalizing it. making it part of like an everyday conversation you know like you know a lot of people say hi how are you I'm Mm -hmm. good thanks no like really how are you yeah (laughs) tell me tell me I'm here to listen (laughs) let's share are you good let's share let's share it all and get it out um so how I figured this would be a good point to segue in terms of Mm self-care right so that that required a lot of like self-care and soul searching and time with yourself um how did how do you do self-care and how how does it look for you now than it did then if you can compare the two right um I think I'm definitely more healthy in the sense of how I process my emotions I'm not I don't um intuitively go to talking to people like that's just not really my thing like I'm really to myself I'm an introvert um, naturally. So that is not the first thing I do, but I do try to talk a lot more and communicate. And I think my podcast and just the work that I do has allowed me to do that better 
and, and definitely in comparison to what I've recently spoken about. Um, but aside from that, like self-care to me also looks like taking time to read a book. Like I love reading. Um, I'm always reading something like this year. I actually read 20 books. That was my goal. Um, and wow. I, f- I finished it. So I was like, yeah. So reading is a huge thing for me. Yoga is huge. Meditation. Like I mentioned, like it's healed me from so much. Like that's something I continuously come back, come back to. And then also having inspiring people that like I find inspiring for me to also, I know I do the work of mental health and emotional health topics, but like I also have people that I look to, to also do that for me. So it's also like filling my cup as I'm filling other people's cup at the same time. So doing that as look at it too, by the way, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, no. (laughs) Your cup filled while you're filling others. Right. No, absolutely. It's like a a cycle or not a cycle, Mm -hmm. like a. I don't know. Like a, I know what you're saying. The word's not coming to us right now, but, but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> we know what we're saying. <laughs> the flow, the, it's a continuous flow. Right, exactly. So um, so that's huge on self-care. And then just spending time with the people I love most. I mean, that fills me up in and of, of itself. Like just being around people that I could be myself with, whether that includes me really talking or not really talking, but just being in your presence. Literally right. just having like someone right next to you and we don't even have to say anything and I'm fine with that and sometimes that's self-care so just a mix of that I mean sometimes maybe I don't know what I need most so I have to go through like all of the things and then one day it'll feel right to just do meditation or just sit next to like a loved one or reading a book or taking walks when it's not freezing outside but taking (laughs) taking walks um or any of those like little things it's also knowing like how you mentioned before knowing when your body's telling you to like you need to relax or Mm -hmm. you know your body starts showing you aches and pains I suffer from chronic back pain so when that flares up I'm like I need to start moving. I haven't exercised as much. Um, While that gets a little bit frustrating because the pain is sometimes a lot, but at least it's like a push to like, well, you can't really get lazy because your back is going to really, really hurt. So go work out. (laughs) Go move. (laughs) Move yourself. Right. So, so that, that to me is self-care. Good. And then you talked about um, meditation. Now I tried it. I want to say it was last week, mm-hmm. um, just because it was someone that I follow um, on Instagram, and he does, he's like into astrology and things like that, mm-hmm. so he was doing like a, a workshop um, for like one of the new moons that we had, mm-hmm. and it involved meditation, and he just had music playing in the background, very soothing, nothing that was like, you know, nothing that was distracting with like words or whatever, mm-hmm. um, it was just sound. And as you're, as I was doing it, like you had to sit there, clear your mind, which for me is not an easy thing. Like I can try, but I, my, I'm like my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking of things, even as we're speaking right now, what I'm going to say next and what I'm going to say after that is right. always like in the back of my mind. So it was like, I took time to quiet my brain. And then he was explaining step by step. Okay. Now you're just going to take a deep breath in, deep breath out. And it was kind of like to visualize myself and visualize my future self, not my current self, Mm -hmm. my future self, where I see myself being um, how I see myself being who I'm surrounded by. And it was like this clear image just came up out of nowhere. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought I would fall asleep, to be honest, because <laughs> uh, meditation, I'm, it's foreign to me. Like, I've never sat down and actually tried it until then. Mm-hmm. And this vision came to me and it was so clear. And he said, OK, now that we're finished, write down what it is that you saw. And mm-hmm. I wrote I probably wrote like a page full in descript, full description of everything that I saw down to what I was wearing, who I was with, where I was. Ooh. And I was like, this is what meditation is. It unlocks <laughs> a lot. I never thought like all of that would have came out. And it was maybe not even a full 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was like, like 10 minutes, 10 minutes long. So how do you do how do you bring that into your daily life? Is it something you do every day or when you feel like you really need it, you take time? Mm-hmm. And then what methods work for you? Because I know everyone does it differently. Right. So it's a little bit of both of doing it daily and then doing it when I need it. Um, I try to do it every single morning, even if it's for just a few breaths, um, depending how my morning goes, depending if I have something to do um, right when I wake up or work or, you know, whatever's going on. But I do try to incorporate it where I'm doing it daily. Um, As I was explaining earlier about me finding meditation and it healing me. Oh, my God. Like, what you just said, imagine that like three, 10 times more. Wow. I had, um, so back to like having that breakup that really just like really broke me and I found my meditation. Um, I went to a workshop at the yoga studio that I was going to like two years prior to that. And it was to do like some meditation movements with like music and stuff. And, it was like for like two hours, just like going through all the steps, etc. So one of the things that the instructor was saying for us to do, if of course, if we wanted to, we didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm always up for a challenge. I'm always up to like, all right, let me do this for this X amount of time and achieve this goal. So it was for 40 days to do this like sequence that she showed us in the workshop. And the reason I was able to get through the breakup that like literally broke me at that time was Mm -hmm. because of this meditation that I did continuously. And let me tell you, I didn't want to show up every single day, but for for 40 days I did. And ever since then, like, how could I not go back to that, to something that like healed me and feels so rejuvenating and really grounds you and brings you back to you and really makes you realize what you value and how you should value yourself or the things that Mm -hmm. you were thinking and you never thought you were thinking or the reason you were in certain situations or act a certain way, like that's the only way I could explain meditation, at least for myself. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes if um, I'm really well at just sitting with myself, like I think it just comes easy for me because of just my personality. Um, So I'm able to sit there with my thoughts and not let it kind of consume me and stuff. Um, When I was younger, I definitely was an overthinker, but I think as I've gotten older, I've just chilled out a lot more. Um, but if if it comes to a point where I feel like I'm stagnant, because that could be possible where you're just like, not that the meditation isn't working for you. It's just like you need more type of thing. I yeah. do look for for like other people, like a video like you saw on Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'll see what's out there or I'll take a meditation virtual class, you know, especially now. So it's just finding what kind of works for me and just really listening to myself. Um to, to see what, what I need for meditation or, or how to fit it into my day as well. Nice. So mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, when you were in the, when you first started doing like meditation, 
mm-hmm. right? And it healed you in, a, in, in the steps that you took. Um, all the realizations you came to was that like after you'd had a session, you're able to like think more clearly or are these thoughts that you were having like as you're going through the movements and everything's flowing and things are just popping in your head? A little bit of both. Um, definitely during it. Um, I mean, there were days where it was just like devastating to the point where I was just like crying. I would feel the biggest knot in my throat and like I've never felt that pain before type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just really depends, depended on the day or depends on the day. Things could come up every single time you do meditation or you're just so at peace that like you're cool where you're at the moment. Um, but definitely like during, especially if you're going through something, things will definitely come up. If you give yourself that chance to like really sit in it, you know, like I know the, you want, we sometimes we really want to run away from the pain, but we do. Yeah. If you, yeah. Fight or flight thing. Right. But it's not as scary as it feels. It really is. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And then, cause I know when I did it, I was like. I'm not sure what to expect from this. I'm just going to go with the flow and follow Mm -hmm. the steps and what the clarity I had. And that was just from 10, 12 minutes of it. I was like, oh, and you kind of feel like, like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. And like that pressure that you didn't even realize was like on your chest Mm -hmm. is now somehow released. Right. Just, you can feel more confident in yourself and your thoughts. Um, how you're processing everything. And I really do think every everyone's different. No one, is, it's not going to do the same thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to, what works for you may not work for me, may not work for the other person, but maybe we have different ways about going about doing all of that. Um, yeah. Are there any like tips that you can give, like beginner tips, like little things that are easy in a sense to, if for someone that, maybe listening that may think meditation might be their thing or it can help them through a situation right now if you know because some people they do pray and that's their form of meditation some don't have that Mm -hmm. so do you have any like beginner tips that you could give anyone Mm -hmm. listening now yeah of course I think if you if you want to start a meditation practice and you know you don't know where to begin definitely search you can search online there are so many like videos and people who offer that but also just to sit with yourself and even if you just take deep breaths in five to ten a day and that could be your meditation for the day and then you just build up on on that Mm -hmm. I think that is literally like the best way to start as long as like you're counting your breaths I think it brings you to a peaceful state no matter what level you're in or or what's going on with you it definitely helps in all the ways cool So anyone listening, if you feel stuck or you feel like you're going through a lot and you don't necessarily have an outlet, you know, give it a try. Um, I myself am a novice at this, um, but I found it to be very, like I said, I felt very free and light afterwards. Um, So I would highly recommend it as a form. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. You know, at least you Mm -hmm. tried something, but I definitely think the deep taking deep breaths it's like when you inhale and then you exhale like you're exhaling all the negative energy that's taking space inside of you Mm -hmm. and it's 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 just like a (sighs) yeah giving thanks for the goodness yeah like you're open to receiving everything that everything good coming your way when you do that um Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that I appreciate you sharing 
you know, your story and how meditation has helped you and even how it's still helping you to this day. Um, How have you been like, do you find yourself meditating more so now because we've been in lockdown for almost a year now? And Mm -hmm. I know it's been tough for a lot, a lot of people, um, especially tougher with people who do have um, I'm not going to call them issues, but mental health um, situations Mm -hmm. where they find it tough. And they don't have like an outlet or they don't talk to anyone. Do you feel like you're meditating more um, since you've been locked down, quarantined? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes and no. I have been meditating more with like finding extra resources to do that for me, like taking online classes. Um, I think because we're missing so much of that connection physically with people, mm-hmm. even meditation is being affected. Um, like I said, I could easily just sit down with my feelings and not feel that like uh, resistance to my feelings or whatever's coming up. But sometimes I need someone to like guide me. So I've been finding that I need that more than just like sitting with myself. I think probably because of the year and because of lockdown, it's really like motivated that part of me of just like, I just need someone to help me. (laughs) I just need help. And it's okay for help. Exactly. Whichever way you can get that, you know, if it's family, if it's friends, if it's an outside person, if it's a podcast you listen to, people you follow. Um, And I think earlier in the conversation you're talking about, I kind of guess just removing like negative things and Mm -hmm. just searching for people that inspire you. I know I did, I've done several now because it feels good to do it. Mm -hmm. Several purges on my social media accounts. I'm mostly on Instagram now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Facebook and Snapchat, but I barely use them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know for me what was kind of like the process. And this is a thing, like if you're on a journey for yourself of self-growth, self-worth, finding out who you are, finding out what you want to do, make a list, Mm -hmm. make a list of things you want to do, call them goals, call it a checklist, whatever works for you. um, And then start knocking them down. For me, it was kind of purging, doing things that no longer fit me, that no longer were adding to my life, no longer made me feel positive about anything. So Mm -hmm. I unfollowed a lot of people and pages on Instagram. Um, And then I started following people that inspired me, whether it was for physical health, whether it was for a good laugh, um, people who Mm -hmm. share positivity. Um, I found myself like leaning to more, leaning more towards following those. Did you find, like, did you do that a part of your process as well? Because you do look for inspiring people, but what about removing the ones that don't inspire you at all (laughs) or spark your joy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think they, I didn't necessarily do a purge in a sense like that but I think it just happened naturally by itself like Mm -hmm. it's really unbelievable how um so much is taken away from from us specifically this year in different ways for everyone um but that also brings what's necessary in your life or what's not necessary in your life and kind of does it on its own without you really realizing it even if you feel that like grief at the moment whether it be something that you've been doing for a really long time Uh, as a hobby or work or like a friend or a relationship or a romantic relationship. um, And that just coming to an end for whatever reason, 
um, I think sometimes it just happens. So in terms of like me purging, I think I've purged more in like my room and reorganizing stuff. <laughs> I think oh, that, was, that was my level of purging. I've been wanting to redo my room for like years. I have no idea what has stopped me. Probably a lot of excuses, but yeah. I completely changed everything. I have like a really comfortable corner as like my office space. I completely painted everything, just changed the whole entire vibe. So it feels a lot more open and spacious. So I think in time, in terms of like purging, that has been my biggest factor, just making my living space a lot more comfortable than yeah. before. So. I, I definitely did that. I got rid of a lot of um, old furniture that I had and bought new furniture. It was a pain to put it together, but I did it. <laughs> I have my, where I'm sitting now doing this is like my workspace. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I have a view of outside. So like where I live, we're on like the top floor. Mm-hmm. So I can see the sky. I can see the sunset, the sunrise. All of it. So it's like, if I'm focused, laser focused on what I'm doing and I need to like take a breather, I can look up and it really does. I agree. It does op- open you up when it's it the room seems just to be more comfortable and more you yeah it, however if it's it's if it's in the form of like like you said painting a wall or mm-hmm. getting a comfortable chair or making a section that's specifically for you to do all the things that you need to do you know that is yeah. also a form like you said of purging in a sense you know get rid of the things that no longer fit you and fit yeah. your life not just the clothes in your closet, people. Okay, <laughs> it's everything. It's everything. <laughs> Dig deep. Okay, if it's pictures, if it's you know little tchotchkes you got hanging around that you don't no no longer need or no longer bring anything to your life, you just have them there taking up space. Get rid of it. Yeah, definitely. get rid of it. Put it in a storage unit. Donate it. Whatever have you. It's freeing. <laughs> I'll tell is. you that. It is. Uh, But I love that you did the Instagram purge. I mean, that's so necessary. I've done a lot of those. And, and sometimes you feel guilty to start stop and following some people, maybe because you know them personally, or you've just known them for years. And maybe you don't interact. But like, for some reason, you have that attachment. Mm -hmm. So like, no, I need to still follow them. Yeah. Well, if they don't bring you joy, um, and I'm not saying that every single person needs to make you happy, but you need to feel comfortable watching these people, these people content, and Mm -hmm. people flowing through your feed, like, if every single time and I noticed that, not necessarily like this year, but I noticed that there were some people where I was just like, uh, maybe I'll still follow them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like when they would pop up, I'm like, oh, but they're so annoying. Yeah. And um, yeah. So um, we need to get like over that guilt trip because nobody really cares as much as you do or like no one's no. thinking of you as much as you think of you. So and go I don't know if everyone is like that, but. Mm-hmm it seems and that there I know there are people who don't feel like any guilt about unfollowing because right. it's just social media but mm-hmm. for me I don't know it's like a connection you made and now you're severing that connection that's how I looked at it initially but mm-hmm. then I started doing it and I was like oh I don't talk to you I, I never see you I definitely don't talk to you I haven't seen you in years um who are you and how am I following you yeah Why I follow you <laughs> yeah I go through all of these and then if I put them in the maybe box like you did with the, with a few of yours, mm-hmm. I'll give them one more shot. So if they pop right. in the <laughs> and, and I feel like, this, mm. oh, no, follow. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. Later. I mean, not to say you know you will end up following them again later on. Maybe that's yeah. a big maybe. Yeah. But it's it's something. It's freeing. I actually get joy out of doing it now because I'm like. These people aren't going to, like, their number, especially for people who have, like, large followings, mm-hmm. they got, like, 
a thousand people. They're not going to see that one person unfollowed them. Right. It doesn't affect them. It really doesn't affect them as much as it affects you. Like, they're going to see, oh, I still got like 999 people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll get some more, you know? So if it's not working for you, don't, don't, don't feel guilty about it. Exactly. Because it's all about what you're consuming because social media is so big now and everyone has access to everything through the internet. And, you know, not that it's like a bad thing because there are good aspects to it, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just, sometimes it's just too much and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like, I, I, I don't know. Like I gotta, I gotta let go of some things and unfollow some people just so you can feel, you know, because with the quarantine we can't really necessarily go out and meet mm-hmm. up with people where like the way we normally could to maybe talk it out or whatever and I know some people don't like talking on the phone I'm not someone that talks on the phone a lot I'm like mm-hmm. a texter or a video chat like mm-hmm. I'm there I'm your girl but like a phone call I'm like oh. I feel can no connection whatsoever can we text? <laughs> at least I can send emojis and you can get what I'm trying to say um but it's like, if it's not, it's, I feel like all of this falls under self care. Yeah. You know? Cause mental, your mental self care, your physical self care, your environment self care, mm-hmm. it all falls under it. And if it's not adding to your life in any kind of positive way, um, you know, don't do it because there's a, there's already a lot of negativity swirling around. I'm sure there's stuff happening now that we're not aware of, you know, mm-hmm. and, it's why why allow what why can what you can control why allow negativity to come into that if you right. can control like certain things like social media who you follow who's following you what you post what you see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you can control that that's like a huge start yeah huge start that's yeah. just as much as like you know detoxing your life really you know, removing yourself from certain groups or mm-hmm. not talking to certain people, even if those people are your family. Because <laughs> sometimes that happens. Sometimes it's needed. Sometimes that boundary sometimes needs to be put. <laughs> and if the boundary is not respected, then you got to move on. Mm-hmm. Blood or not. Um, <laughs> and do it for you. Never do anything like when it comes to self-care, never do it because you'll think, oh, okay, I'll look better to other people now. I'll look like I have my 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 crap together. Mm-hmm. I'll look like I'm happy and people won't have to ask me if I'm okay or I won't have to worry about telling people I'm okay when I'm not. Right. You know? Don't do it for others. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Do it because you want like to better yourself. You want to better your life. You want to feel better about mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think some people do make the mistake where especially in the social media age where Everything on social media, you think, oh, they have a perfect life. Mm-hmm. Not the case all the time. Yeah, yeah, you may see a picture of someone so happy and they're traveling or with their family. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're traveling because they have to get away from something. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe they don't like traveling, but it's something they have to do for work. You know, yeah. you're only getting a snapshot or 15 seconds of someone's life. 30 yeah. seconds of that at someone's life yeah. you don't know and you can't judge yeah exactly and the traveling part that you mentioned and I actually as you were saying like you don't know what's going on on the other side of things I was um as I mentioned earlier 
I was traveling internationally domestically, I was so depressed in those years, in that year that I was traveling. And I was like away almost every single month for like a four month period. So it's just like, I was having fun, of course, but it's just like, I was just not happy. So it's just like, guys, really take a look at what you're going through and don't put so much attention on like what's out there. Um, And also like what other people think, like your journey is your journey. Yeah. And you carry you everywhere. So take Mm -hmm. care of you, you know, word. Mic drop, folks. Yes. Mic drop, okay. <laughs> Learn from this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so you have your brand. You know, you kind of you touched on it in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, that you started doing this. Could you dive into a little bit more about your brand, Alani Salcedo, and what that incorporates? Because I know you do writing workshops as well. And I also got for Christmas. I got my gratitude self care card in my bundle. Um, and I'm my so end of year 2020 um, workshop that I have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my aunt and my mom to do it with me, by the way. Yes. But can Let you me know how it goes. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Just dive in for everyone else that doesn't really, you know, know what you're doing, what you're about. Like, what is the brand? Right. So, Ilani Salcedo is my name, but also my personal brand and my business where I offer copywriting services for wellness brands. And then on the other side of things, it's my blog where I talk about mental and emotional health topics, as we mentioned earlier. Um, I also have a shop where I actually recently uh, released three products, which is the digital workbook that you just mentioned, um, the self-care cards as well, and then also a bundle that includes both of them, but that also has like additional stuff that only the bundle has. So I offer all those things to really continuously like push my message of empowering people, of um, shedding that that light of hope and just using words to motivate you to always move forward. I mean, I think with everything that I do from the quotes I share to the affirmations that I have for my newsletter and like the ones I do share on my feed on Instagram, they all tie into everything. And then I love creating brand content from the colors to the fonts. Like I just love creating all those marketing assets. So it's just me. (laughs) It's me. It's, it's, uh, it's named obviously me, but it's me. Yeah. Like I love all those things aside from like, obviously pushing my message of mental health and emotional health. I love creating everything. Um, So that's pretty much kind of like the summary of what I do there. Nice. And guys, if you can, I, you know, get it for a gift for yourself, get it something for New Year's, you know, just for you, because I'm actually I have three of them in front Mm -hmm. of me now. I'm going to read one of them. And this is the one when I told you it came, I got it on Christmas Day. My I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> it was like perfect timing. And it was at the time, it was exactly what I needed hmm. to hear without really knowing it. So this one, I got three cards. They're all beautifully done with cut. Like they're like neutral colors, but it's like a pop of like, I don't know. It, it would catch your eye. <laughs> if you're walking in like Barnes and Nobles or something and these are hanging out, you're just going to be like, er, <laughs> let me take a gander. Um, but this one. This is the one that got me choked up. And my mom was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, nothing. <laughs> I just got this beautiful card. And it just spoke to me. Um, but it was, remember, you are an answer to a prayer. Mm-hmm. That, um, 
being someone that is positive all the time and usually I'm happy about 97% of the time um (laughs) that three percent sometimes gets to me where you know I'm surrounded by like a lot of people now whether it's just in my family or friend group they're married they have kids or they have a significant other or you know what I'm saying they have like all these things and it's not to say that I'm not happy with my life I'm single I'm 32 single I got a great job great co-workers and friends a great support group great family you could think okay well what is she mm-hmm. what's wrong you know but it's more so I question myself sometimes, like, am I doing enough? Am I going to be enough for my future partner? Am I doing enough for myself? Like, am I showing up enough for myself? And I get in in those moments, I get like that kind of like down on myself. Mm -hmm. And then I guess I was having one of those days on Christmas Day where I was kind of like in a funk and I opened my mail and I saw that and I was like... (laughs) <laughs> anybody cutting onions up in this place? Like, where are these tears coming from no but that's why i texted you i was like i, I got super choked up because it was what i needed to hear at that moment in time and it's not like i forget it's not something that you tell yourself all the time right you know and we should be telling ourselves things like selves things like this um because at at the core of it, nothing is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Nothing is wrong with you, whether you're married, single, you got a family, you don't have a family, you know, you don't have a job. Nothing is wrong with you. It's just you have to love yourself. You have to work on yourself. And I'm not saying love yourself. Oh, I'm going to buy everything and I'm going to be happy. No, do the work. Mm-hmm. Work on your inner self work on your mental self and you're not going to be happy go lucky all the time it's impossible and if someone is they're going through something they're just not saying it yeah absolutely (laughs) i agree and having these because the cards that she sent out guys you can put them up anywhere you can stick them on your mirror in the morning you can put them by your workspace like i have them um it's just like a nice reminder and I, this is why I think it was a really good idea for you to do these. It's a nice reminder because mm-hmm. some people are very visual. Like right. they can read the words. Like I read your your affirmations and motivation stuff you send through your website, mm-hmm. sorry, through your newsletter. I read those all the time. And it's like, does she know? Like, is she reading my mind that I needed to like, oh. under like I needed something like this yeah. right now? And you know, the email is there and I save, like I flag all of them. So if I need it or if I need something, I can just go back to it. Mm-hmm. But having something visual, I'm all about visual things now. Like I even wrote like <laughs> affirmations for myself and stuck them on my mirror in the oh, bathroom so in my good. room. And I wrote oh. stuff down. So I think definitely, definitely go on her website at alanisalcedo.com. Get the bundle if you can. If not, just get the self-care cards, the gratitude cards, because... Oh, thank you, Jody. It's really really good. Like, I really commend you because. Oh, thank you so much. You know, you never know when someone's going through something and when something like this comes at the right time. Yeah, it's all about timing. Um, And I wanted to create these cards, especially as its own product, aside from my digital workbook, because that focuses on the 
the reviewing for your 2020 and just looking beyond to 2021 mm-hmm. and and what's on these cars is in theme with that but also this could be like i said its own product so how could i kind of like take away from people valuing only that and right. not wanting to really necessarily dive in into a workbook um because not like you say not everyone's the same some people mm-hmm. are very visual so um, creating this was something I've been wanting to do for a while. And I was just like, why not just do it this year? And in theme with my workbook, it was so much fun. But again, like I just wanted to also be its own product so that pe- anybody could benefit from them. So I yeah. thank, thank you for that, Jody. I really no, choked. I choked up over here. <laughs> <laughs> Job well done, my friend. Job thank well you. done. And you know, like, let me tell you guys something because yesterday on the podcast episode you'll hear before this one it um, you know I talked about friendships and friendship goals and the different type of connections you make mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you that when Alani and I met how, like three four years ago that we'd even be doing a podcast episode together that right. we would still be connected through you know social media and talking to each other like yeah no. you you never know and it's yeah. it's what I was talking about where You'll meet some people and some people come into your life for a reason, a season, a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think you came into my life at the right time without even me knowing it. Mm -hmm. And you, when we we still connected through social media, but like even more so in this, I want to say probably the last six months now Mm -hmm. um, with your affirmations that come through your newsletters and the posts that you do on your page and the podcasts that you have like the episodes which we're going to talk about next guys don't go nowhere um <laughs> it's just it, it was just everything was aligned and it was kismet and I know you came into my life for a reason and I plan to have you there for a long time so don't oh, Jody, I'm not going anywhere I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm going nowhere no. um, oh you made me cry don't do it okay don't okay, cut let me, onions. let me hold them <laughs> we're good we're back Okay. We're back with tears, um, but we're back. Back with tears, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna walk. We're gonna talk through it. <laughs> um, but these these are the kind of connections I'm talking about, guys. Mm. These are the things that bring that add to your life. These yeah. are the things that you can have conversations like this, and it's literally no judgment whatsoever. You hear each other out. You communicate. You know, and it can be. The other person doesn't even know what you're going through and they send you something and you're like, wow. And that person didn't even know what they did until you said something about mm-hmm. it. You know, it's all about connections and it's all about good vibes and gratitude and having affirmations for yourself and yes. just loving up on yourself, really. Yeah. In the healthy, healthiest ways possible. Yeah. And I can definitely say this is this is a good one. Oh, I'm glad. Thank one. you for that. Um, and then we're going to dive into now your podcast. Yes. It so- is called Ilani Talks. Yes. Because you be talking. No, I'm just <laughs> In a few episodes, I do. <laughs> um, so my podcast, Ilani Talks, um, was launched in March of this year, 2020. It's in its second season with a few episodes already published, um, but if it focuses on conversations with guests as well as episodes with just myself to redefine self-care and love for your mental health. So as you've probably already heard, I focus on a lot of mental health stuff, so it's really in theme with my personal brand. It just ties everything together just by using my voice in these conversations with others. 
in its duration so far, it's really brought me a lot of amazing connections and has expanded me personal on a personal level in general. And I truly enjoyed, just like I was explaining about my own brand, just creating all the content that comes from it and brainstorming ideas with those who like really, really support the work that I do. I actually had this idea for years to create a podcast and I'm really not sure why, but I guess like what I've created. Right, exactly. <laughs> but um, before March, when I published it, it was one of those things that I knew if I didn't publish this or begin it when it I was un- happen, right? unquote, unquote ready. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, and I actually don't think we could even be a hundred percent ready for anything. We're just prepared yeah. to start even with fear being present. Cause that definitely was there. So I gifted myself and the world with my podcast <laughs> published on my 30th birthday this year. And the rest is history as it said. So what a just, gift huh, guys, what a gift. Yeah. What a gift that was like to do something on such like, you know, like 30 is a milestone birthday mm-hmm. and to just dive right in and jump in and do it, I think, you know, if it doesn't scare you, it ain't worth it. Right. You know, the good kind of scare, guys. Yes. Let me, let me, the healthy let me kind. That. The healthy kind of scare. <laughs> if it's something that you've been thinking about and you wanted to do for the longest time, do it. Mm-hmm. Make a plan and do it. But, you know, your podcast came about at the right time, I think, you know, definitely the right time at the beginning of all of this. Yeah. Who would have um, been known? right and then all the topics that you've you've had I haven't started the second season yet because I'm like when I watch a t it's it's like when I watch a tv show mm-hmm. I like to have a few episodes like you know up and running and, yeah. and recorded so I can go back and I'm like all right I can just binge watch those yeah that's what I do at your podcast I'm Aww, like, I love it I'm a I'm a binge watch listen to this and I usually do that while I'm working um but, you know, you brought it about on your 30th birthday. Is there a specific reason why you chose your 30th birthday to do it or just kind of felt, fell around that time? Like it just felt like it was time for this change to come about. Yeah, I think it was that. It was one of those things where I had been preparing it for a while and I was just like, let me just choose my birthday. I was like, what more motivating thing than my birthday? So, right. yeah, that was really like the push. I'm like, yeah, like I said, if I wouldn't have published it, then it would have really taken me forever. You probably would have done it next year. Right. <laughs> a whole a whole year later. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you touched on not being, you'll never really be ready enough. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And that applies to every aspect of your life. You'll never fully be ready for your job, you know, or if right. a promotion comes along. You'll never be ready to get into a relationship. You'll never be ready to maybe even if it's something as reaching out to someone. You know, if mm-hmm. you need to talk to someone, you'll never be ready for a lot of things. Um, and I think there, there, are, there are a lot of people who are fortunate enough to kind of feed off of like the fear that we get that kind of hinders us or gives us a bit more anxiety than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's for them, it's like a rush and they yeah. do it, you know, it, with no, no hesitation whatsoever. Whereas I feel like you and I, it's it's that fear like oh what if it doesn't turn out right what if no one likes it what if nobody listens and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of what ifs going on but it's like you can't play the what if game if you've never even tried it if you tried it and it didn't work out and you're trying it again then you can say okay maybe what if it turns out the same time you know previously Mm -hmm. you still won't know you still have to dive in and do it you know and I think that's such a great lesson for anyone listening 
It's <laughs> <laughs> not Corona. That's just a lot of lessons, guys. Listen, <laughs> a lot of little nuggets we're dropping up in here. Um, I think that's good, and it, like I said, it came at what may not have seemed what you know you personally would have deemed the right time to do it. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I mean, and I've learned so much. Like, it's so different in the way I process things. Um, you know, with everything that goes in as a podcaster. That if I didn't start it back then, I wouldn't have the opportunity to bring the second season the way I did or create it the way I have. So, yeah, it's a learning process, too. Like sometimes, like I say, you're not ready, but sometimes you're ready to begin and then you Mm -hmm. just learn along the way and you perfect it however it needs to the way it goes. So and that's I can tell I can tell y'all that's true because I'm I'm new. I'm a baby. I'm still in diapers. Haven't switched to one these yet. Like, to, to, you know. But you're doing good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's good to hear. You are. Um, it's, I, I would say I started a blog at the beginning of the year because I had the same feeling where I wanted to be able to bring conversations to people, you know, mm-hmm. of, like the pos- of, about positivity and about doing what's best for you. Um, also while learning to do those things myself. Right. And I did start the blog. And when COVID happened and we went into quarantine, I lost, I think I explained it to you, I lost like inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what? I don't really have anything good to say right now. Because um, there was a lot happening. It was COVID. And then, you know, all the, the killings and Black Lives right. Matter and all, you know, the election, everything was going on. The craziness. The Even up until now, yeah. you know. And it, a lot in 2020 in a short span of time to be dealing with. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I feel so unmotivated. And to me, I never thought of doing a podcast. Like it wasn't something that popped up, popped up on my radar mm-hmm. right away. It came about through like a conversation with my cousin. She was like, well, why don't you think about doing a podcast? Now, this is like, I want to say maybe like April of this year of this year of 2020 Mm -hmm. and even still then I was like "Mm, okay maybe Mm -hmm. and it was something that kept playing in my mind every day and I'm like well if I did this how could I do it and then what would I do what would I say who would I talk to how would I sound because I don't I don't know about you I don't like the sound of my voice (laughs) no I I like hearing the sound of my voice it was it was definitely a learning curve uh, as you begin podcasting. I mean, you kind of get used to it. You kind of get over that, like, uh, do I want to listen okay. to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as I was actually preparing for my second season, I listened to all the first season episodes because I needed to create some transcripts for them. And even though I've heard them like a billion times, because as a as a as a podcaster, you just listen to your audio like forever. It feels yeah. like over and over and over again. So. <laughs> Even though I listened to these episodes already, I was still like, eh, do I really mm-hmm. want to listen to it? But yeah, it's not, sometimes it's not fun to listen to it, but it's not as bad as we think. It's really it not. Yeah. Like I recorded the intro that you hear at the beginning of each episode and I was like, oh, cringe. It sounds so weird. And my cousin was like, but this is how you sound like when I talk to you on the phone. I'm like, I like really? And you ain't say nothing about it? my goodness um why are you on the phone with me right and you know I was like you know what it sounds good it came across the way I wanted it to and I'm like this 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 is what I want to do because Mm. writing for me at least 
I can write out like with my previous blogs that I did on, you know, certain things that I was, you know, with traveling and, Mm -hmm. you know, manifestation. And, you know, for me, somehow I I see hearts everywhere I go. So I did a podcast Mm -hmm. about a podcast, Lord, a blog about love finding me wherever I am, whether it's in the shape of a cloud or like a puddle on the ground or something. I, or in my food, I always find in your it. food. Oh my goodness! In my food, like what today kind of food? I had. Well, I had this morning for breakfast. I had um, festival. It's like a Jamaican. It's kind of like fried dough, mm-hmm. and one of them was in the shape of a heart. I was like, oh, Aww. that's nice. I've had my potato chips in the shape of a heart. I've had like waffle fries that came in the shape of a heart, where it was just like that one, and the of rest of were regular. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> love is- I needed to see this today. Yes, love is everywhere love for is you. Everywhere. But it was definitely, I never thought I would be ready to do it. And I was like, you know what? I had the same thought that Alani did. I was like, why not just do it? Yeah. Do it. You know, I reached out to you. I got all the information. I wrote down every single kind of topic. I even like put a poll on like my story. If mm-hmm. I were to do a podcast, what would you want to hear? And I got like, a, not a lot of responses, but I got a few of them and they were very helpful. And like, I have at least two pages and I think the I've only gotten through not even half of them with the first season Mm, Um, spoiler alert there will be a second season just so you know (laughs) but (laughs) but it was like I gotta do this like I feel it it's coming out of me you know my message is coming across I feel Mm. much clearer by being able to talk to people yeah you know and I noticed that's how I make my connections like outside of like a computer I talk to my friends, I talk to family, I talk to strangers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and some of those strangers became friends. Yeah, exactly. And and, and people who think that they don't need people, whatever, mm-hmm. and intro- introverts especially because we like being by ourselves all the time, we need people. There is no way that we could survive without people because you have to think um, all your most important relationships, even if you just have one um, yeah. They help you get by. You, we need people. We do. We do. Just like in 2020, you don't you underestimated the value of a good hug. Like for me, yes. I love hugs. I love getting me hugs too. and giving hugs. Like my whenever my aunt and I hug, they're like, you just give the best hugs. I'm like, I don't know. It's just it's that connection in that moment. And I didn't realize like I knew I would miss it as much because, you know, we never knew how long we were going to be in quarantine. So I was right. like, okay, I know I'm not going to be able to reach people or communicate or hug or anything like that. And it's like the longer as time went on, I'm like, a hug, a hug is all that was needed. Yeah. Like, our family, we took advantage of the summertime and having like outdoor backyard barbecues. Mm-hmm. And like, we were all at that point, like we knew we were safe. So most of us were tested. Um, the others never got it and they were never like they it, it, we made sure like mm-hmm. it was safe and we were like are we hugging are we gonna are <laughs> we doing that. elbow tap of, of <laughs> like what are we doing and we were like you know what we're just gonna hug each other yeah. we're outside we have our masks on mm-hmm. you know we're taking the precautions and let me tell you that first hug i was like oh that's all i needed i've been missing this for months <laughs> it's, all I needed. it's all i needed and yeah. it's like you need to have connections. It could be hand holding. It could be because you're you're sitting next to someone. But just like a lot of things in life, we really do take for granted communicating with the ones that we love, um, hugging 
the ones that we love. Mm-hmm. Um, being around people in general or just making new friends, really. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to make friends with everybody because not everybody is your cup of tea. I can tell you that. Yes. But there's a lot of things that I think 2020 should have taught people, and I hope it did. Mm-hmm. Um, don't take a, Don't take for granted the people in your life because they definitely could be gone in an instant. Don't take for granted that you woke up today and you're healthy and you're happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a roof over your head because someone doesn't. Mm-hmm. Don't take for granted that someone loves you, even if you don't feel like someone does. Someone does love you. Don't yeah. take that for granted. There's a lot of things that 2020 should have taught us um, as humans, and we should be taking away into 2021. Um, I'm going to throw it in there. If you do go on alanisalcedo.com and you get the bundle and you get the workbook, you could maybe, you know, figure that out and bring it with you to 2021. <laughs> just saying. Oh, just thank saying. you. Um, yes. If you need guidance. <laughs> you want to do. Um, if you need some steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some steps, some baby steps, because it all starts with baby steps. Exactly. You got to crawl before you walk. Yes. And everything. Yes. Um. But, you know, that's one thing I hope people don't take for granted. And I hope certain things that used to be taboo, like talking about mental health or physical health or anything that you think you can't talk to people about, you know, or you can't show people this side of you. I hope and pray that you realize now nobody really cares. Like, as long as you're happy, truly happy and truly healthy, you know, the right people that are in your lives. That's all that that's all that's needed. Mm-hmm. That's all that's needed. You know, you don't have to be who they want you to be. You can be yourself. You know, if you need help, admit it. Mm-hmm. Getting help is not a bad thing. You need a tutor in high school when you were failing a class. You got a tutor, right? Whether it was in school or outside of school, right? Exactly. You still need them as adults. Yeah. We need them for the rest of our lives. Like there's yeah. there's no way we can move on quote unquote knowing everything we don't we can't or like knowing how to do everything and being okay yeah. like we're, we're humans we go through a lot we are flawed we are not robots yes. um and i hope that you guys take that into 2021 because this will be this episode by the time you hear it we're going to be in january and you know everyone's going to have new resolutions or goals i stopped doing resolutions a long time ago and just started making them goals for myself me too and um I hope that you 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 take the lessons 2020 taught you. Take the good lessons, take the hard ones that you had to learn and just don't follow that path <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it didn't work out for you in 2020. Don't I, do it in 2021. I that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So what I what I'm gonna do now is how I usually do it at the end of every episode. There are two questions. Yes. Um, I'm gonna start with the first thing, what is a quote that you live by? Okay, so this one is a little hard, but there are many, many amazing quotes throughout my life, but they've definitely changed. But currently is this Bible verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14, do everything in love. It's very much a quote that's for me at this moment. It's something I live by anyway, mm-hmm. but I'm human, so I'm not always in a space of love when I'm being challenged or just having a day. So this specific quote is a fave to come back to over and over again. I actually, like I mentioned before, I remodeled my room this year. So that's on my wall. 
so that I never miss it and I can look at it when I'm a little off and be like, do everything in love. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And you know, love really does win. Yeah. At the end of the day. It does. It really, it really does in all, all of its forms. You know, it doesn't just apply to one type of love. No. Love in all of its forms always wins. Yes. Um, Most importantly, love for yourself. Yes. Yes, guys. Listen to that. Um, And then what was the other one? Oh, what inspires you? The people in my life and the relationships I have with them definitely inspire me in like more ways than I could say. And then aside from that, there's also different art forms from like other writers, musicians, dancers, artists, and those who use like what they love to express their own form of art. I think that's so inspirational. Um, I also, and I think this has a lot to do on why I like the things that I do, but I grew up as a dancer, dancing ballet, point, jazz, tap, lyrical, and and all those things. Um, So music was always part of my life and movement of the body, which I think is a reason why I adore yoga so much, aside from obviously its benefits, but they have been such a huge part of my inspiration as a person. Um, Yeah, all those things intertwined. I couldn't I couldn't think of a better way to like describe my inspiration. Yeah, and I agree. And you know, through this through this podcast, I'm learning we really are a lot more alike than <laughs> than I thought. Yeah, I was also into dance. Like, are you? I could, I was in dance, step, and track. My parents kept me in active after school activities, <laughs> so I wouldn't get into any kind of trouble. Right. Um, but I was the same way. And for me, like music really does like. It helps me focus. I know some people don't like that. Like mm-hmm. It distracts them. For me, when I'm at work, when I used to be in the office, I had one headphone in listening to music at all times. And it just helped me, I guess, tone out everything else going on around me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still aware, but I kind of just, it helps me focus on what I need to do, especially if it's something, there's like a timeline I got to follow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really does. And art it's in itself, because I... I, I don't ask me to tell you a Picasso from a Rembrandt, okay? <laughs> don't ask me to do that. I just look, no, they look good. They look good. They look nice. They, they spark something in me, you know. They make me think. Yes. Um, but I love going, like you know, to museums. Mm, I, love, I love seeing the different art forms um, and methods and techniques that people have used to create, like beauty mm-hmm. and what beauty was to them might mind you not what beauty is to society yeah you know and then the same thing with music and the same thing like that's why like I got the tra- bit by the travel bug and for me like experiencing other countries because I myself I'm from Jamaica so we have our own culture and everything mm-hmm. you know and then I moved here and there's a bunch of different cultures in the U.S. right but for me I think that's just a small part if you actually visit different countries and you see different things and experience you know if you go to a museum or you go to a restaurant or you're walking down the street it's so completely different Mm -hmm. you know some places you'll feel right at home some places it's you'll feel a little bit off kilter Mm -hmm. maybe if if it's like a language barrier or something but to me that's art that's like that's life art right there yeah that's so life art like the language how people dress how they carry themselves you know the buildings you know because some of these places these countries that you visit they have buildings have been there for years like hundreds of years still standing still beautiful yeah yeah I love that too I love seeing the architecture throughout the world or wherever I've been able to go to like it's just 
it's breathtaking. And then it makes me think coming back, you're like, is there anything that beautiful here? <laughs> like, you know, like you're so, you know, it's not, it's not a really bad place in the U.S., y'all. It's not a really no, bad it's, place. It's not that bad, guys. I swear, it's at least like where we're at. Is, yeah, where we're at is not that bad. It's just not as beautiful sometimes as the places that you get to visit. And like, mm-hmm. Uh, COVID knocked that down like I, I you know I've already gone to London and Paris but I haven't finished you know exploring those areas um, you know I wanted to go to Italy it's on my mm-hmm. list I want to go to Greece is on my list mm-hmm. and just so and you know I can experience the people of course the food yes the food always 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 <laughs> the food like I don't know I think just to see how I feel there and what inspires me you know, because life really does inspire you in every aspect. If you're if you're open to it, mm-hmm. if you're not open to it, you're not gonna, you know, get everything. But if you really take time to just be, like, put the phone down, look up when you're walking, yes. look around you, look what you're surrounded by, who you're surrounded by, not just for safety purposes. Yeah, you, know, you really do get to see beauty in the world. You may see maybe, let's say, if I went to Greece and I'm like walking around see a little kid kicking a ball around and they're playing with like their sibling or their father and it's to me those like moments that I see are so beautiful to me Mm -hmm. like they're just in their element in their little moment having and to them it may not it may be an everyday thing yeah but it's not an everyday thing I see back home right it's perspective and sometimes we need to get out of our comfort zones and that Mm -hmm. includes getting out of the country to see other other everything you know other places like you mentioned like different locations seeing the different um the beauty of different countries like it's just it's really amazing what earth has to give us you know yeah and I can't wait for lockdown to be over and traveling to be safe again me too because I got places to sit places to go people to see food to eat yes food to eat eat. (laughs) yes And, you know, I just, I just want everybody to be happy. Mm. You know, yeah. if, if anything, if I could ask for anything in the world, you know, apart from everything else that people would ask for every day, you know, if everyone's happy, happy and healthy, those two things, I'm good. Yeah. Because we can work through everything else. We've, we've proven that yes, we can we work have. through everything else. We have. You know? But not everyone is happy and not everyone is healthy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, check out Alani Salcedo, you know, (laughs) on Instagram. Also, her website. She also has an Instagram for her, you know, podcast called Alani Talks. (laughs) Because I do talking. Because she'd be be doing some talking, y'all. You know? (laughs) Talking that you like to hear. (laughs) Um, Definitely check her out. You know, it may add some joy to your life if you don't Mm -hmm. have anything going on right now. Um, Even if it's just a little bit. She talks about pretty much everything, everything to do with mental health. And then even as she's talking about mental health, other little things, little nuggets pop in there, like little aha moments. So feel free, check her out, please. Definitely, definitely. If you don't do the bundle, at least get the self-care cards. At least get those because not only are they pretty to look at, but there's some good reminders on there. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've been talking for a long time now. <laughs> but thank you so much for doing this. I really, you know, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate everything so far that you've not only brought into my life and helped me um, on the journey that I'm on now, but for what you're putting out there in the world. Because I feel like 
everyone needs it. Mm, thank everyone you so much. It. Thank you. I feel so honored to be on this episode and having this conversation with you. You'll be back. Everyone's a repeat customer. Don't Yay. worry. I don't know how or when, but you will. <laughs> um, on that note, though, guys, um, I'm going to let Alani drop off and I'm going to tell you and sign off with, I want you guys to always be kind to yourself and be kind to each other. Have a great day and happy new year. Love. Thank you.